0: Chicken, my weekly market review, 22nd of January, 2023. Financial markets and the Fed are playing a game of chicken. The Fed continues to wheel out its own people to double down on their position that interest rates will shortly be raised to above 5% and will stay there for ages until inflation is unquestionably showing signs of being 2% again, like it was in the good old days. Financial markets, as shown by Fed funds' futures rates and trader sentiment, are calling BS on this. They insist that upcoming data will sway the Fed to stop raising interest rates soon, and possibly even force them into a pivot back to lowering them before year end due to having overshot with the hikes. Until we learn for sure who the chicken is, market sentiment will continue to sit somewhere between hope and fear and last week was a classic example of this. Stock indexes have broadly rallied to start 2023, and the biggest reason was that investors are interpreting further declines in inflation and slowing economic growth as increasing the chances for an economic soft landing. Nevertheless, for the second week running, the indexes were forced to stage a late-week rally, mostly led by beaten-down tech, to provide some window dressing for what was, on the face of it, a rather unimpressive weekly performance. However, when you look at it more closely, it's interesting to note that investors don't appear to be fleeing stocks because they're worried about a recession. If that were the case, there'd be noticeable outperformance on the part of the more defensive stocks of companies that sell electricity, toilet paper or toothpaste, Over those of the more risky firms in tech and more discretionary areas, the opposite happened last week. That suggests that the market is just confused and churning without a real plan as to what it thinks or wants to do. One obvious place it can look to for more directional clarity is earnings, and Q4 2022 earnings season has started ramping up. There has been quite a lot of yucky news coming out of corporate America. Just last week alone, Goldman Sachs reported a major earnings miss as a barren investment banking mergers and acquisitions landscape and the apparent failure of its consumer banking venture damaged earnings and the tone of the forward guidance. Microsoft shares fell hard after the software giant announced it was cutting 10,000 jobs. Alphabet Google announced that it will cut 12,000 jobs or about 6% of its workforce in the largest round of layoffs in the company's history, although the stock actually rebounded on this news. Bank of America shares slid on a report that it has frozen most hiring to save money. While Morgan Stanley's stock initially shot higher on its cheery asset management earnings, Chief Investment Officer Mike Wilson reaffirmed his pessimistic outlook for the U.S. stock market saying that margins margins and earnings are likely going to disappoint and reset guidance lower. Charles Schwab was massively downgraded by analysts with expectations of yield-seeking customers moving large amounts of cash out of Schwab's highly profitable, profitable to Schwab that is, not to their account holders, cash sweep account into money market treasury bills and high-yield savings accounts that these days finally pay close to 4% interest or sometimes even more. Insurance company Travelers says catastrophe losses from the big winter storm at the end of 2022 negatively impacted its bottom line and the share price promptly died 5%. Home Depot shares swiftly sank 4% after the Commerce Department reported housing starts and building permits fell more than anticipated last month. Despite the fact that we did see pockets of good earnings news and guidance, Netflix for instance, we do seem to be experiencing an overall pattern of 2023 earnings estimates moving lower. But they are not yet collapsing, and that alone could eventually end up being a positive for stocks. The producer price index PPI measure of wholesale inflation felt by manufacturers Fell half a percent in December compared to expectations of a 0.1 percent decline after November's 0.2 percent gain. The index was up 6.2 percent year over year, down from 7.3 in November. More evidence that overall inflation may be falling nicely. Americans cut back on spending at the height of the holiday season, particularly in vehicles and furniture and in popular gift categories. Retail sales, the measure of purchases at stores, restaurants, and online, declined 1.1% in December from the prior month. That's the biggest monthly decline of 2022 and marked the second consecutive monthly drop. In aggregate, however, 2022 saw the highest adjusted level of retail sales since 2004. The beauty in this retail sales number was in the eye of the beholder, and in this case, the beholder was the stock market the good news camp, say it was further evidence of a slowing economy with lower consumer spending and therefore less pressure on the Fed to keep raising rates. So thumbs up. But if it is interpreted as further evidence of a slowing economy with lower consumer spending and therefore lower sales and lower earnings for U.S. companies, then that could be bad news bears for stocks. Before heading off to frolic at the out-of-touch orgy of icky self-aggrandizement that is the World Economic Forum in Davos, where billionaires tell multimillionaires what they think would be best for the rest of us, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen informed us that the deadline for the U.S. hitting its debt ceiling passed last week. In the short term, this just means that some reshuffling of government assets will take place, but that band-aid can only realistically be expected to last until late spring or early summer, when a nasty and maybe protracted political fight is likely to break out about extending the limit. Stand by for a lot of tiresome grandstanding congressional theatre later this year, particularly from that subset of rabid ultras in the House and Senate who thrive on simply creating political chaos and division for the sake of it, and you will hear some very apocalyptic sound bites from all sides. This toxic environment is going to be frenziedly amplified by America's grotesquely polarized media that prioritizes online clicks and scoring cheap political points over anything approaching intellectual rigor. We went through all this crap in two thousand and eleven, and the final outcome was that the financial markets fear of the apocalypse ended up creating a sensational buying opportunity for both stock and bond investors. I know it's early, but I'm I'm gonna put this out there right now. Do not be afraid to ignore and completely tune out the deafening noise when it breaks, and do not allow it to shake you out of your portfolio while this scary soundtrack blares in the background. Stay strong, this nonsense will eventually pass And you'll be glad you disregarded it.